0: I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's not like it's a repeat of the Cold War, but the atmosphere between Russia and the U.S. lately has been chilly. Today, an effort to warm things up, Secretary of State John Kerry met with Russian President Vladimir Putin. They're trying to smooth out the wrinkles in relations between Washington and Moscow. Fiona Hill is director of the Center on the United States and Europe and a senior fellow in the foreign policy program at the Brookings Institution. So the big wrinkle that needs ironing out is uh, the U.S. trying to get Russia to increase pressure on the regime in Syria, Fiona. So explain the calculus for us. What does Kerry want from Russia on Syria and what should he realistically expect?
1: Well, obviously, Secretary Kerry is very much hoping that Putin will find a way to use his relationship with Bashar assad to negotiate with the opposition, at least to find some way out of uh, the current impasse. On a realistic front, though, uh, the best that we could possibly hope for is uh, to try to persuade the Russians not to block any action that the U.S. and others might take.
0: You know both Putin and Kerry pretty well. So tell us what do you think was said behind the scenes about Syria that we're not hearing?
1: Well, uh, Kerry is the consummate uh, diplomat. He's somebody who really prides himself On his reliability and being a man of uh, his word, I'm sure he was uh, trying to persuade uh, Putin, who was a great uh, skeptic of the United States, that he had a a plan for Syria and that uh, if he undertook to do something that he would uh, carry this out. Putin um, is is a skeptic of the United States because he's extremely disappointed with any uh, U.S. official from the present on down's ability to deliver on any undertakings that they've made. So it'll be a very difficult job for Secretary Kerry to persuade Putin that this is going to be different.
0: What, What is the background to the Chile relations right now between Russia and the U.S.?
1: Well, the relationship between Russia and the US is notorious uh, for looking like a roller coaster. We've had peaks of expectations of partnership all the way over the last uh, 20 years and then the troughs that we're in now. But what we always find is it becomes hostage to domestic politics. The United States is a very convenient domestic tool uh, to mobilize against, You know, blaming the United States for all kinds of abominations domestically and internationally uh, to try to shore up his base of base of support.
0: You know, following the Boston Marathon bombings a few weeks ago, it looked as if U.S. and Russian intelligence agencies were about to start pointing the finger at each other for intelligence failures. How how do you think the marathon bombings affected relations between the U.S. and Russia?
1: Well, they've obviously made a very strong case, uh, at least on the surface, for President Putin's claim right from the outset that uh, Chechnya was part of the broader uh, war on terrorism. It's part of this arc of terrorism that uh, we've been preoccupied with in so many different uh, arenas. It does open up the prospect of the US and Russia working together on the upcoming Sochi Winter Olympics in uh, the beginning of uh, 2014.
0: Fiona, let me just circle back to the meeting between uh, Putin and Kerry today. You've just co-authored a book about Vladimir Putin uh, called Mr. Putin, Operative in the Kremlin. and, And I noticed that Putin today kept Secretary Kerry waiting for three hours before their meeting. Can you take us inside Putin's mind? How do you think he sees this moment to engage with the U.S.?
1: Well, this has become standard operating procedure for Putin. It really, you know, throws everyone off balance and you know puts him in the driver's seat when he eventually shows up. Secretary Kerry was actually quite lucky. It could have been much worse. He's kept, you know, regional presidents waiting for five, six, you know, even seven hours. Uh, executives of oil companies, international oil companies, you name it. Mm. This is something that underscores the fact that he is most definitively in charge. He likes to get people off balance. He likes to be able to exploit their kind of vulnerabilities, their frustrations and, you know, turn things around to to his advantage.
0: Fiona Hill at the Brookings Institution in Washington. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Marco.